You are listening to King Jesus Radio, the official podcast of New Living Way Church. But it is good to be here on an awesome, beautiful Sunday. It's not as hot as it's been all week. Thank God for it. But praise the Lord, Fred. Thank you, everyone, for showing up. And thank the Lord for the breath of life that we're all alive and we all can see Amen. that we can see. And it's a beautiful day. Happy Father's Day to everyone. Everyone, okay? <laughs> we, we're all, it, it's, it's a national day, so we all partake in it, right? <laughs> Happy Father's Day to all to all fathers. <laughs> okay, sorry, I don't want to make it too awkward, but it's good to be here. Smile, everybody. Hello. Yay. What else can I do? You guys want to see a trick? No. <laughs> no we're here to, to serve the Lord, to come to see and to hear what the Lord has to say to us today, what the Spirit has to say. So all who have ears, who have breath, we can hear what the Lord has to say, and we all have hearts that the Lord is going to minister to, and he can minister to, because nothing's too hard or impossible for him. And especially to those who believe in him, nothing is impossible to those who believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. And for what seems hard or very far-fetched or on the wayside, that's not for us to concern ourselves with because the Lord knows all things. He's concerned and he knows all things. He knows every detail about each and every one of us. So how our hearts feel today, how we feel today, God is in control. If we have any worries today, any anxiety, cast your cares upon the Lord because he cares for you. He knows you. He loves you with an everlasting love. He knows every single detail about us. We were knitted in our mother's womb. From before the foundations of the, the earth, he knew who we were going to be. Thank God for that power that we exist with a purpose. And today we're here to acknowledge God's creation, the purpose that he has in our lives, and not searching for one, because the will and purpose of the Lord is to know him and to believe in him. And when we stand and when we show up wherever we need to be, when we show up, especially in the house of the Lord, we know that we are welcomed and we are loved by our God who's in heaven. And not only is he in heaven, his Holy Spirit is within us. So he's very close to us. So today as we worship, remember how close God is to us and how much he loves us, how much he loves you, each and every one of you. And that anything that's in our mind, our burden or worry, he can take it. We cast our cares upon him. We give it all to him because he knows all things. And if you want to hold something for yourself, I, I encourage you, don't do it for too long. Don't do it for too long. Give it to the Lord and let him mend our hearts. Let him heal you. Let him restore you. Let him refresh you with his spirit, with his words, with his power. Lord, thank you for being so good. We thank you for your presence. Thank you for your house. Lord, as we commit our ways to you, Father, thank you, Lord, that we are moldable and pliable, Father, Lord, and you give us the desires of our hearts, Lord, as we commit our ways into you and unto you, Father. Today, let us cast everything aside, Lord, and let us lay everything down, Father, and seek you and look up to where our help comes from. As we worship you, Father, we thank you, Lord, that you are with us, Lord. You are with us and everyone, Father, on their way here to your house, in their homes, Lord. You are with us all, Lord. There's not one person that you do not see, Father. Thank you, Lord, for meeting our needs, for being with us. And, Lord, we thank you for these voices, Father, that we can raise as we worship you this day, Lord. Father, we thank you. Lord, let this offering, Lord Jesus, of worship be a blessing to your ears, Father. Let it be a sweet aroma, Lord, as we give our, of ourselves today, Lord, in worship to worship our King, our Lord Jesus, the maker of heaven and earth, the one who knows all and the one who loves us. Thank you, Father, that there is nothing that could separate us from your love, Lord. We love you and we thank you and we continue to praise you, Lord. Thank you, Father, for your goodness. Let us magnify the Lord together. Amen. God bless you.
Hallelujah. Let's all stand on our feet. Let's get ready to praise the Lord. Help us with your hands. God bless you, sister. <laughs> Hallelujah. Because of your love. Okay. So before I pray for the offering, um, I do want to share something that the Lord shared with me this morning. And it's found in, I think Pastor shared this last, last week. Um, it's found in Matthew 14, uh, verses 13 through 20. And the title of this says, Jesus Feeds 5,000. And it says, as soon as Jesus heard the news, he left in a boat to a remote area to be alone. But the crowds heard where he, where he was headed and followed on foot for many, from many towns. Jesus saw the huge crowd as he stepped from the boat, and he had compassion on them and healed their sick. And healed the, their sick, yeah. That evening, the disciples came to him and said, This is a remote place, and it's already getting late. Send the crowds away so they can go to the village and buy food for themselves. But Jesus said, That isn't necessary. You feed them. But we have only five loaves of bread and two fish, they answered. Bring them here, he said. Then he told the people to sit down on the grass. Jesus took the five loaves and two fish, looked up toward and blessed them. Then breaking the loaves into pieces, he gave the bread to the disciples who distributed it to the people. They all ate as much as they wanted, and afterward, the disciples picked up 12 baskets of leftovers. About 5,000 men were fed that day, in addition to all women and children. So if the Father is able to feed 5,000 with only two, two fish and a couple of bread, loaves then he's able to multiply and supply all of our needs if we're if we're struggling i know he was talking about finances and um using our credit cards a lot of times i do that i'm not gonna lie i i just like swipe it and then i think about it and it keeps me up at night i'm like Dang, why did i do that and um i've been struggling so i know the lord is speaking to me and he he may be speaking to a lot of us you know um, but God is good, and if we repent and when, if we ask him to help us in those areas, he is faithful to help us. If he's able to feed 5,000, then he's able to feed us and bless our finances. And it reminds me of this time when um, we had some family members that came over. This was a while back. I had just came to the Lord, and um, back to the Lord, and um, they came to visit, and my mom made some birria with some beans. And she was worried because there were, there were a lot of people in the house. Like, we're already a lot of people. And then um, it was a big family that came, and she was worried. And I was like, Mom, just have faith. You know, pray that if God was able to multiply the, the food for the, the people when they were in the crowds and the disciples were able to distribute that food, then he's able to multiply this food. And I had so much faith, and, and I was just like, I know he will, Mom. And um, there was leftover even for them to take home. So I know that the Lord, he supplied. So it just, just a reminder, and, and just I hope that, you know, you guys, your faith raises up with this, with this um, scripture and with this story that I'm sharing, this testimony. And let us pray.
Dear Heavenly Father, we just thank you, Lord. We come before you, Father God, giving you the praise, the glory, and the honor, Father God. And we want to continue, Father God, to worship, Father God, not only in our time and in our service unto you, Father God, and in our worship unto you, Father God, but also in our tithes and in the money that you give us, Father God, as we work hard, Father God. And we want to ask you, Heavenly Father, to give us the wisdom, Father God, and the discernment, Father God, not in our finances, Father God, and how to distribute that money, Father God. And Lord Jesus, not to keep our eyes on the earthly things, Father God, but to keep our eyes on heavenly things, Father Lord. And we just thank you, Father God, that you will supply all of our needs, Father God. God, if we trust you and if we pray to you and we ask you with all of our hearts, Father God, we just thank you this morning, Father God, and we ask that you bless the finances here in this church, Father God, and in the body of Christ, Father God, all around the world, Father God. Father, we thank you and we bless your holy name and we ask this in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Thank you, Sister Cynthia. Amen. So that's a good word and a good testimony. Amen. I don't know if you're going to go eat later. You're going to barbecue. You're going to make some food. So maybe you're wondering, man, I don't know if I bought enough. I don't know who's going to come over. Like she said, start to pray, give thanks to the Lord, and he can multiply it. Amen. Amen. So you don't have to worry about that. Amen. And if you get a small plate when you go out to a restaurant, thank the Lord for that small plate. He can multiply that steak, you know, and it may look like a small little ounce, but that thing will be just as filling as anything else you've ever had. Amen. You might even take a doggy bag to go home. Praise God. Amen. Our God is faithful. And you know what? That's an awesome testimony of just God's faithfulness. And I'm sure you can all attest to that, that God has been faithful to his people. He's faithful to his. You got a rich father. Amen. I mean, even know you got a rich dad. He can take care of you. So you know what? And you know what? I'm glad she was honest about the, the credit cards and all that because we're all, you know, we, we can all fall in that category, right? You know what? But we know we serve a faithful God and we can always seek him for wisdom and guidance. And Lord, help me to ha- manage my money correctly, Lord, because you know what? Sometimes I'm just not even managing it at all. So <laughs> praise God for that. So thank you, Jesus, for that. And thank you for sharing that this morning. Amen. Well, praise the Lord. Well, I'm not going to take, keep you guys here too late today. I know you know, many of you probably have plans and different things like that. But, you know, a glory to God that you showed up to church this morning, that you know what? You came to the house of the Lord this morning to praise God this morning. You know what? And you took that time today. And for those joining us online as well, that we're taking the time today to say, you know what? I want to honor my father. You know, the Lord of Lords and the King of Kings, you know, and it's just an awesome, an awesome place to be in today to be able to do so. So I'm going to ask if I can get two volunteers. I need some help passing some stuff out. If I can get two volunteers, anyone? Okay, Sister Yolanda and Adrian, come on up. Come on up, guys. Appreciate it. Amen. We'll give Adrian some time to work his way down over here. Amen. All right. If you guys can pass these all out to the men and actually to every boy as well, that's fine. All the men. Every man and also boys as well, all ages. Thank you guys. Thank you guys so much. So today wasn't BYOB, you know, it was, uh, we providing the brown bags. We're going to be brown bagging this morning, amen? You guys all know what that is, all right. Or sack lunch, let's, let's go that way, sack lunch, right? Sack lunch, amen? Sack lunch right here, so a little something for all the men today and stuff like that. Uh, brothers, if you're watching online and you'd like to stop by later, you can, you know, I'll be here, you know, we'll be here till service ends. So if you'd like to pick one of these up, feel free to do so. Uh, but you know, what? we're blessed. We got a, a couple things here and we got a couple things after, you know, after the service as well. So uh, 
please don't leave, you know, right away. And uh, got a couple things here. So, but this is also part of the message this morning that I wanted to share with you guys today. And, uh, you know, and, you know, we'll, we'll pop it open, right? So I thought about putting a tall can in here of Green Tea, Arizona. <laughs> green Tea, Arizona's. <laughs> but they would have been too heavy. And it wouldn't probably looked right. So, you know, I would have got looked. So we'll keep it as is. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Amen. So we could turn our Bibles real quick to Revelation chapter 13. And we're going to look at a verse here in verse. uh, We're going to just look at verse 10, I believe. Let me look over here. Oh, we'll look at verse five. So Revelation chapter 13, verse five. And I was kind of taken back when I found myself in Revelation on a day that we're honoring fathers and, you know, men of God and stuff like that. But, you know, this is where the Lord took me on it. So praise God for that. So what about what a book to be in Revelation. Amen. So Revelation chapter 13, verse five. And the title of today's message is be strong in the Lord. Be strong in the Lord. And this is for all of us as children of God, as men and women of God today. Uh, sons and daughters today this is for all of us to be strong in the lord father in the name of jesus we just thank you this day we give you all the glory and all the praise and all the honor we just thank you lord jesus for another day of your faithfulness and father we thank you for your word we ask you today in jesus name as you direct our footsteps and all that we do here today father i ask you that by your spirit lord god as we submit unto you lord that you would bring forth your word as you see fit my god and that father in the name of jesus Jesus, we would receive your word, my God. Father God, Lord Jesus, and how you want us to be, how you speak to us, Lord, and teach us, Lord. So we just thank you this day, Father God, in Jesus' name, amen. One of the things I've learned in, 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 in the word of God is that one of the things we always have to make sure, especially as a preacher, you know, is making sure, Lord, let your word come forth as you want it to be spoken, the way you say it. Not the way I want to say it, not the way I think it, but the way you are speaking it. But another thing that I also learn is that, you know, when we look at it, is we also have to be willing to open up as a body of Christ to be able to say, but also, Lord, help me to also receive your word for how it's supposed to be received. Not how I want to receive it, not how I want to hear it. And the reason why I say that is because many years ago, I remember... You know, I came to a men's event and, you know, they're speaking on some things and it just I just got pumped up as a guy. You know, I got pumped up as a man of God. I was like, man, I got you know, we got this authority. We got the power of God, you know, and as a guy at that time, man, we get riled up. You know, I was like, man, I just walked out with so much confidence, so much boldness. I was like, man, yes. And the speaker was just kind of he was a little rough. But, you know, I was like, man, you could be a Christian and still like, you know, bring it as it is and be truthful. And I went out and shared with somebody and you know what? They weren't a Christian and, and, uh, you know, they didn't know the Lord or nothing, but I was so excited that I started to share a lot of the areas and the things that being a Christian's about as a man of God. Well, this person heard how they wanted to hear it. And a couple of minutes later, This person started to say, hey, see, even God says, I got you got to bow down to me. You know, you got to and started like talking all this like, no, 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 that's not what I meant. That's not what I was talking about. But because it was received what how they wanted to hear it. And the service wasn't about women bowing down, nothing like that. It was about the place and the position that God places a man, a husband, a father in and the responsibilities that come with it but also how God gives us the strength that we need to do it. 
Because it is a big responsibility to be a man, to be a man of God more or less, much more, and to be a husband, to be a father, to be a brother in the Lord, to be, you know, a friend, to be an employee, to be a business owner, to be in leadership, and all these different things. It is, it's, it's work. You know, but that's what God called us to do. You know, God called us to labor. It says in the Bible that when he created Adam, it says he created him and he placed him in the Garden of Eden to tend the garden. And when you look at that word tend, it's labor. And labor has to do with laboring. You're going to be working. There's a process for you. God has a purpose for us, and that is to labor. And I love how one minister put it. That's why God gave us big, bushy eyebrows to keep the sweat out of our eyes. So make sure when you trim them up a little, guys, don't go too short because that's what that sweat gets in our eyes. <laughs> okay, some of you guys got it. All right, we're not trying to knock anybody. I mean, I trim. I got to trim mine up a little bit too, you know. But um, okay, we'll leave it there. Amen. <laughs> Amen. But you know, because we're we're meant to labor, we have a purpose. But again, it's God's purpose. God placed us to do such things because as when he created, when you look at the creation and you read Genesis chapter 1 and you see that all God was creating, he created it to continue to procreate. He created it so it can continue to function. And when he created man, and, and he, when it says man in the Bible, it's referring to human being, but he recreated us all with a purpose and that's to function in his will and purpose. To function as a part of his plan, because it says when he was done, it says that on the seventh day he rested. He saw all that he created and it was done. He was done creating. Because everything from that moment on would just continue to keep going. He created once. But he gives me and you responsibilities. He gave Adam responsibility. And one of the biggest responsibilities is don't eat of that tree, man. He gave him one command. And that command was to keep us faith, to keep him faithful to God. But also he had a responsibility to tend the land, to tend all. He had everything. They had all the food they want, fish, you know, animals, whatever. They had all these things and it was given to them for a reason and a purpose. But it was man's disobedience that surrendered that. And not only that, it was man's disobedience that caused us to say, well, the woman you gave me, to point the finger and the blame, instead of taking responsibility and accountability for our own actions. And it wasn't until Jesus that we were able to be restored because we still find ourselves in that place today where we find ourselves opposed to God. You know, it's amazing, I read somewhere the other day how God, when you look at all creation and you look at the way things function in the, you know, in, with the animals and stuff like that, you know that when it's nighttime, they rest? Some are hunters at night, don't get me wrong, you got nocturnal beans too. But they rest. And we find ourselves in a place today where we're constantly trying and we're pushing and we find ourselves so tired because we create artificial light, we create all these different things so we could stay up longer, so we can do more, and so we can labor longer. When the fact of the matter is, back in the days when, when, the, time, when the days would get shorter, that means there was less labor because at night it was your time to chill, time to rest, time to recover. 
Wouldn't that be nice today that as soon as the sun starts going down, you work in the afternoon, all right, guys, I got to go home, man. You got to get home before it gets dark. I got to rest. And then we go turn on artificial light TV. But see, God meant for us to labor, but he meant for us to labor in a way that is trusting him through the natural function. So we could find rest, so we can have rest, and that rest is in him. So I wanted to lay this out a little bit, but I also want to talk about how a man thinks or reasons. I guess you could say the question would be, what makes a man tick or what a man want? You hear all these questions. Well, sorry, man, the doors are locked and I'm going to reveal something today that is going to put us on blast, guys. It's going to put us on blast here, okay? It's going to lay our hearts out here. So let's lay our machismo, macho-ness on the side a little bit, and let's just be real, right? (laughs) Be strong in the Lord. We can do it. Amen? And don't worry, it's going to be a short message, so I'm going to make sure not too much gets out. But I want us to look at this scripture. It says, And the beast was given a mouth uttering haughty and blasphemous words, and it was allowed to exercise authority for 42 months. I'm going to read that again. And the beast was given a mouth uttering haughty and blasphemous words, and it was allowed to exercise authority for 42 months. Okay? So, again, the title of today's message is to be strong in the Lord. Now, I look at this, and it's talking about the first beast in Revelation. And you can go back and read it, and you can go back and check out what's here. But I want us to look at something here. And this is why I believe that this is a man, because of that haughty tongue. (laughs) That turns into a blasphemous tongue. And I say that today because we as men, we love to talk. We love to boast. We love to brag. Can I get an amen? (laughs) it doesn't matter what age we are at we will always find ourselves i mean i found myself at a young age lying about my age i'm six years old and i'm like no man i'm eight i was 11 and i'm telling everybody now i'm 14 what middle school you go to don't worry about it And we always find ourselves in a place where somebody's telling us a story, but yet I got one better. And usually that'll start with, oh, yeah? We don't say that as we get older, but that's what we're really thinking. Oh, I did this and I did that. Oh, yeah? Well, I did this and I went here. Somebody does something and right away we want to see how they do it so we can kind of criticize it because I could have did it better. We always want to one-up somebody, or we always want to put ourselves out there to be better than we actually are. That's just a natural thing, and if I'm the only one, man, I'm sorry, but I know this has to be a lot of us. We just might not see it, so we're going to have to look in the mirror a little bit. But we have a tendency to boast about ourselves, to talk about ourselves. Well, I do this, I do that, you know what, and it doesn't come up many times as being, you know, you know, What's it called? I guess you could say, uh, what is it? Prideful. It's just we don't catch ourselves. 
And we start to look at all these different things, and this just is a natural thing that happens with we as men. So women, please don't be offended. Girls, don't be offended by us. It's just, that's just how we are. That's how we tick. I'm not saying it's accepted, but you kind of get an idea of why you just said something, and then now I said, and you're like, I just said that. <laughs> yeah, but I just, you know, I, I said it more clearer. Letty tells me that all the time. My kids will catch me. Mom just said that. I'm like, oh, okay. All right, well, I didn't hear her. <laughs> it's because in my mind, I was already thinking what to say. I wasn't really listening. You got that, Letty? Admit that. Open in front of everybody. <laughs> but it's because that's how we are. We like to brag about our basketball game or our football game or even video game or whatever it is. We always love to brag. If you get a group of guys around the area, we're going to be bragging. We're going to be talking. We're going to be, you know, talking smack or whatever. We're going to do whatever we can to make ourselves bigger than you. And it may mean bagging. And we as Christians, as men, we still bag on each other. It's a little cleaner. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's cleaner. Did I say little cleaner? Forgive me for that. But we hatch ourselves in this place because it just... I don't know, just something about it just makes us feel better. But many times it cannot be done in a good way because, again, we are fallen men. We're fallen by nature. And this is why I thank the Lord today because it's in Christ Jesus that I'm able to see some things within my own heart and my own life of why I say and do things that sometimes are just not necessary. Like for many years, I would just lie just to lie. I did this. I've been there. I've never been there. I've never done that. I lied when I didn't have to. I just lied so I can be like in with everybody else. Yeah, I did that too. I never did that. I don't even know what that is. You know, back in the day, it was like, I would drink more, I would do more, I would say these things more, I would cuss more, because it was just like I wanted to do more because I, we would push each other. Because you didn't want to seem like a punk, or you didn't want to seem like you can't hang, or whatever it may be. And we find ourselves in this place where we're doing things because we're trying to live up to the words that we can't shut up about. Many times we will speak these things because of insecurities, because of doubt, because of fear, because of different things that we're just worried about losing a relationship, not knowing or not understanding or not figuring it out. Like I shared on that hike about last week coming down, I didn't want to admit, man, we're lost. <laughs> And I, don't, I didn't have the right direction, but as a man, it was like, no, I can't admit that. That's why I thank God for ways, because now we don't have to ask for directions. You could just be like that on your phone. I know where I'm going. But many times as a man, we are, a lot of times we are hiding our own insecurities, our own shortcomings. Our own things that, yes, we may say, you don't have to be liked, you don't have to be wanted, accepted, but in our hearts and in our lives, we want to be accepted. We want to be liked. We want to be part of the group. 
men and women alike. We just probably react a little bit different. See, it talks about this beast whose mouth is uttering haughty and blasphemous words. I, as a man, can relate to that. Because I've been just as guilty of being haughty and in that haughtiness eventually causing me to be blasphemous. But can I tell you something? There is a reason why that beast is so haughty and so blasphemous is because he knows that his time is short. So he has to boast and he has to do all these things because the Bible says that the devil has been cast down to the world and he is doing all that he can because he knows his time is short. When you look at the Bible and you go and see it says that the devil is cast into hell with the beast and the false prophet as well. So no wonder why this beast is so haughty in his words because he knows that his time is short. So those haughty words are going to come to an end. And this is why many times we will say things, we will, we will boast about things, is because there's some insecurities and there are some things that we don't want to admit or we don't want to deal with or we're trying to hide. And this is where prayer comes in for brothers. This is where prayer comes in for wives. This is where prayer comes in for children. This is where prayer comes in for our families because this is where we need to pray for one another. See, that word haughty is megas, megas. You know what megas is, right? Mega million. <laughs> Big. So when it said he had haughty words, it's talking about arrogant, big, great words, an external appearance of things, having or revealing an exaggerated sense of one's own importance or abilities. How many of us have ever been there? How many of us are there today? There's some things that we talk, you've heard it before, I, he talks a big game. We talk a big game but because there are some issues that are really going on that we don't want to admit or we don't want to allow God to deal with. God is working some things out, and many times we find ourselves in a place very vulnerable, very weak. And to hide that weakness, we say things that we shouldn't say. And many times those things can hurt people. They could put people in bondage. They could come off the wrong way, and it's usually to those that are closest to us. It could be our spouse. It could be our children. It could be our family. It could be our coworkers. Whoever's around usually will feel the wrath of that and feel the repercussion of that. But again... This is where we need to be strong in the Lord. Because many times where we're looking to find our strength is in our own words about ourselves. If I can talk a big game, then that's my strength because I can declare and I can show this is who I am so no one could really see me. 
But see, that's not what God wants from us as men. He wants us to acknowledge those weaknesses. He wants us to acknowledge those areas that he needs to work in so we can acknowledge that God, in my weakness, you are strong. And therefore, I can be open. I can be just say, here I am, Lord. And others can see that and say, look, I'm dependent upon the Lord just as much as you, and I don't have it all together. But just like you, woman of God, just like you, man of God, we are here looking today and saying, but God, I need you. And I don't need to speak to myself. I don't need to put myself in a place or a position. I don't need to say how great I am. I don't need to declare all that. And you may say, well, I don't need to say that. I already know that. (laughs) But it's when you know that when you are in Christ, Because many times we do these things without realizing it because that's where we believe we find our strength. That's why when we go play sports, we're talking smack. We're we're pumping ourselves up. You go play a video game, you're like, man, I got you. Because we're increasing, because we're pushing ourselves to set ourselves up because I'm going to go out there, I'm going to be competitive, and I'm going to win. And we might talk a bigger game even though we know, man, I know I'm going to get beat (laughs) You're like, I hope I win. I've shared with you many times. It was hard when my son got to a certain age, started beating me at video games. So I had to put up a good front. I'm going to take him out. But I still lost. But what do we do? How do we avoid this area? Let's go to Ecclesiastes 5.2. Give me a couple more minutes here, guys. Ecclesiastes chapter 5, verse 2. This is the key. Be not rash with your mouth, nor let your heart be hasty to utter a word before God. For God is in heaven and you are on earth. Therefore, let your words be few. Let your words be few. Because Proverbs 10.19 says, Where words are many, sin is not absent, but he who holds his tongue is wise. See, many times we're trying to find our strength in the words that we speak. We're trying to find our strength in the knowledge we're speaking or the wisdom or whatever it is or trying to instruct and do all these things. We're trying to find our strength. Even me as a preacher, I got to make sure that I'm I'm not over here trying to find my own strength, but yet not allowing the word of God to penetrate my heart. I got to make sure that I'm not up here just putting up a front and saying, here, guys, look at the word of God, this and that. But yet I myself is unwilling to do it and allow it to change my heart. I have to be careful to let my words be few, because the more that I speak, as the word of God says, sin is not absent. If I talk too much about myself, if I talk too much and try to hide, eventually there's going to be some destruction. There's going to be some things, there's going to be some reactions because I spoke too much. And this is where we start, men of God, young men of God. Let your words be few. 
you know, as a child, we need to be careful because if we speak too much, we might get something across our face. I'm going to kiss from the parents. We need to let our words be few. Well, it's the same thing with God. We need to let our words be few. But are we willing to be quiet? Are we willing to be still? See, the word of God says that death and life are in the power of the tongue. Are we willing to speak life? Or are we going to continue to speak death? Because we as men of God have a responsibility as, as men of God. Look at Colossians chapter 3, verse 19 and 21. Husbands, love your wives and do not be harsh with them. Children, obey your parents in everything, for this pleases the Lord. Fathers, do not provoke your children lest they become discouraged. He gives a command to the husbands to love your wives and not be harsh with them. That word harsh is don't embitter them or to make bitter or provoke them to bitterness or to render angry. Husbands, how many of us have ever been guilty of embittering our wives and rendering anger and causing them to visit us with bitterness? Okay, none of you. Praise God. Amen. That means you're being obedient in the word of God. Praise the Lord. Amen. I love that. Praise God. Amen. You're listening. Praise God. But he also goes on to say, do not provoke or exasperate your children to stir up, to stimulate, to anger, to irritate or frustrate, lest they become discouraged. This has to do with our words and how we treat our spouses, our children, those around us. Because what we say can either build someone up or it can tear them down. And if I'm not willing to deal with those insecurities, and I'm not willing to allow God to deal with those issues of my heart, then over time, it's going to cause me to be harsh with my wife. And instead of responding in a way that I should, I respond in a way that I shouldn't, with anger, with frustration or disappointment in her or with my children. And what happens is it brings about discouragement within them. And I'm not saying that has not happened because I'm as guilty as anyone else. But I thank God that now he can allow me to acknowledge it so I can repent of it, so I can apologize for it, and I can learn from it and ask the Lord, Lord, I need your help to get better in this. But that will only come from a place if I allow and listen to let my words be few. But how do I do this? I need to know who my strength is in. Let's go to Psalm 28, 7. We're going to look at two Psalms here, and then we're going to open up these bags. Did you guys open them already? Somebody jumping the gun there. (laughs) 
You guys are good, don't worry. I knew you would open them. I would have opened it. But I already know what's in them. See, verse 7 in Psalm 28 says, The Lord is my strength and my shield. In him my heart trusts and I am helped. My heart exalts and with my song I give thanks to him. Let's go to Psalm 118.14. It says, The Lord is my strength and my song. He has become my salvation. See, He is our strength today because He has become our salvation. Man of God, woman of God, if you know who your strength is in, it's because you know that God is your Savior. He is the one who saved you, so therefore He is the one who strengthens you. And we don't need to boast to find that strength. We don't need to talk or lift ourselves up to find that strength. We can start to declare how great and mighty and awesome Awesome is our God, our Father, and declare, Lord, you are my strength because you are my salvation. And so therefore, I can let my words be few because now I don't feel the need to have to respond. I don't feel the need to put my two cents. I don't feel the need to have to say, oh, well, yeah, I know that too. I could just say, praise God. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And then I can know when to fill in and encourage someone instead of just wanting to hear myself known that everybody can hear my story too. But none of us are guilty of that in here, so praise God. <laughs> and Ephesians 6.10 says, Be strong in the Lord and the power of His might. This is how we are strong today. We don't need to use our words to validate ourselves. We don't need to use our words to value ourselves. We need to declare and be strong in the Lord and the power of His might. And declare who our God is. God's aware of our weaknesses. God's aware of our insecurities. God's aware of where we're at. God's aware and knows what we have and the gifts that we have. And God is able to exalt those who are willing to humble themselves. And when you humble yourselves, let him exalt you. God is able to open up a door that no man can shut. But he's also able to close a door that no man can open. But it's okay with me because I know God is still in control. So whether God opens up that door, praise the Lord, he can keep it open. And if God decides to shut that door, praise God because I know he's still in control. Because he is my strength. And I don't have to answer to anyone to say, well, hey, brother, how come God closed that door on you? What did you do? Well, you know, brother, God is doing a great work. And I know that this is where he wants me why God closed that door, but he's still my strength. I wish it was still open. <laughs> and I try to open it. But I, I don't know. But I don't understand it. I don't like it. But Lord, you're my strength. <laughs> and I don't got to put up a front to you or anyone else. I could just say, Lord, thank you. And I could be honest with you and say, Lord, I don't, I don't know why that change came. I don't know why this happened. I don't get it, but I know where my strength is from. Because that still doesn't make me any less. And even when the door opens, it doesn't make me any greater. 
because I'm still a child of God. I'm a servant of the Most High God, and that's all that matters. So whether I'm on the highest mountain or the lowest valley, I still have my strength in the Lord Jesus Christ because that's where I find my strength in. So today, we're going to open these up today, man. And this is a devotional. It's called Strong in the Lord. And I'm not going to lie. I've gotten a lot of these and I've read none of them. (laughs) I got a drawer that is full of a bunch of these. They're cool. They're really nice. I just never read one. I think I've read like maybe one, maybe part of it. So I really, that's why you'll never really see me give these out because I don't read them. I'm like, well, I'm not going to read it. I'm not going to give it to anybody else. But I'm going to encourage you, men of God. Let's make a commitment to read this one. Amen. Can you men of God help me with this? Let's encourage ourselves to read this. Amen. Because this is given with the word that comes to renew our mind daily. And we should be renewing our mind in the word of God. But let's take a challenge and let's renew our mind in this together. Amen. Let's just take one of these. I think there's one a day or one week, actually. Oh, praise God. I could do that. No, no, one day. I'm going to follow up with you guys. You might have to follow up on me. But we're going to do this. The strength of the Lord. And we're going to read this one together. Amen. Because we're going to learn how to renew our mind. And not to find a way to help ourselves or find the words that we need to find. But we're going to look to the Lord together through this. And we're going to learn how to be strong in the Lord. Amen. So that's why I gave this to renew. But also doesn't take away from reading our Bible. Amen. Yes. We could start tomorrow. So we can go have like barbecue or whatever we're going to eat today, amen? Tomorrow, amen? Doesn't mean we have to read every day, but we'll do our best, amen? But this is just a reminder for us to be able to do this. Now, there's a little roll in there. And what this is, this is duct tape. It says, the Lord God is my strength, amen? It's taken from 12 to 2. Isaiah 12, 2. And what this is, is to tape your mouth shut. <laughs> it's just to... I used to listen to Howard Stern a lot, and I'm not encouraging you to go listen to him, but he used to share a story about what his dad would tell him. And he would tell him, shut up, sit down. And so I want this, word, this tape right here to remind you to shut up and sit down. And put that tape over your mouth if need be. And so we can remind and even go look in the mirror and it says the Lord God is my strength and then tape it on our mouth so we can see the Lord God is my strength. Amen. But woman of God, you're not allowed to go and take it and put it on the man of God, though. (laughs) He's got to figure that out on his own because that might cause some dissension in the house. Amen. (laughs) But some of you got that right away, huh? Let your words be few. That's what the tape is for. You don't literally got to do it, but it's just a symbolism. Amen? And then there's a pin and there's some journals in here. And the pin says, Man of God, it is God who arms me with strength and keeps my way secure. 
And this is so that when we don't know the words or we don't know the things or there's just things going on and many times we want to say some things and do some things. So while that tape is on your mouth, we can take some time and just write it down. But it's small so you can throw it away so no one ever finds it. Amen? <laughs> Jeez, between you and God. Amen? So that's what these are for here. And the candy is for, well, you know, we... You know, man does not live on bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. But we also need our physical food for some strength. Amen? And that's what the food is for there, that little snack there. So anybody want to trade for a Snickers? <laughs> Amen. So today's message is be strong in the Lord. But how are we going to do that? Let, be quiet. Let your words be few. Let your words be few. Amen? Brothers, I pray you're not offended. Women of God, I pray you got a little bit of understanding where we're coming from because it starts at a young age. This is not something you teach us. It is something that happens with us. But that's just us. Amen? I thank God. But you know what? He teaches us that because we know how to, you know, we know how to boast in ourselves, but we, then we learn how to boast in the Lord. Amen? We know how to boast in the Lord and how great our, and, God, and awesome and mighty is our God. Amen? So... Praise God for that. So we're just so grateful to the Lord today. We want to thank you for joining us today. We're going to close up in prayer. For those that are still here, we have a little something afterwards for the fathers um, real quick. So um, what's it called? Uh, if you could you know, stick around for a little bit. But, uh, but again, we just want to close up in prayer today and just thank the Lord for being such a good father. Amen. Father, in the name of Jesus, we just thank you for this day. We give you all the glory and all the praise and all the honor. Lord, we just thank you, Lord Jesus, for your goodness, grace, and mercies. We thank you for your love. We thank you for your peace. We thank you for your comfort. We thank you, Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, for being so good to us and so wonderful and so amazing. We thank you, Lord, that we can know you as our Father, and we thank you, Lord God, that you are a good Father. And Lord, we just thank you today, Father God, for comforting those today, Lord, that have lost their father, that maybe, Lord, just didn't, don't know their father, or the relationship is just not that great right now. Father, Lord, we ask you to comfort them, Lord, to bring peace upon their hearts, Lord Jesus, and just to be with them this day, Father God. And for those today that are able to celebrate with their dads, thank you, Lord, my God, for the joy, for the peace, and Lord, just thank you for the appreciation today, Father God, as many today will just show the thankfulness and the gratitude, Lord, for the sacrifice and the love that the fathers have given to their families and for their families. And we just thank you this day, Heavenly Father, as we give you the glory, the praise, and the honor. We thank you, Lord, for meeting our needs. We thank you, Lord Jesus, for being the way, the truth, and the life. We thank you that you are our healer, our deliverer, our savior, and we thank you this day, Father, for leading us and guiding us and directing us in all that we do. And we thank you, Father, that we can let our words be few my God, because we know today that, Lord, our strength is in you. We love you and we praise you, Father God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Let's give the Lord a shout this morning. Amen. Thank you all for joining us online today. We'll see you soon. Amen. Well, I'm going to ask.